0: gentlemen welcome back to the shanlon on batman podcast i am kyle davis and of course we are joined here by justin shanlon and our special guest nate braille what's up from gotham city how you doing guys <laughs> so you guys can't see it right now but we we've been messing around with our background since in our skype call right now so i i am uh recording here from the good old shire and justin is currently residing somewhere over gotham city i'm not really sure where but he's like up in the sky somewhere
1: i'm i'm overlooking the harbor so i'm safe As they <laughs> always say the higher up you the higher up your skyscraper in gotham city the safer you
0: are so pretty safe right now but we'll see it's all fun and games until man still happens so That. I
1: didn't expect you to say that, Kyle. So, <laughs> Kyle, you want to talk about the news that just kind of like took place last night?
0: Yeah. So let's mention that real quick. It it's it, I'll just warn people ahead of time. It's not very good news. So, the news broke last night sometime that uh, Chadwick Bozeman of Black Panther fame has passed away from cancer. He apparently had been battling. Uh, was it stage three for the past few years or so? I think that's what it was, uh, and unfortunately, as, as as it tends to happen, he he lost the battle, uh, and I, I don't know what else to say beyond, beyond that. It like, gets incredibly sad. It had just happened really suddenly. Apparently, ha- he was you know in the comfort of his own home with his family, so that that's good news at least. Uh, but yeah, like I feel like everybody was just totally blindsided by this. Like I don't know if. It was knowledge. I don't know if the knowledge is out there that he was uh, sick and battling this over the past few years or so, but kind of just came out of nowhere when all of a sudden the news broke. Nate, do you want to? I know because you you met him a few times, right?
1: You met Chadwick. Uh,
2: I've I, I've only um I've only like come across him like during the the, the Black Panther press conference, and from what I've seen of his character, he he was very nice, he was a very calm person, and he was very intelligent. And to just hear that we lost somebody that had this light that he was trying to bring into the world, and to hear that while he was bringing this light into this world, he was dealing with such a dark thing for since 2016, which is about, that's like four years ago, and he gave us all of these works of art uh, these films that and that that's going to be his legacy and it just kind of sucks
1: that he's gone right and like I struggle to articulate things in regards to you know the passing of someone um like this is different from Adam West and Keith Ledger because Chadwick was so young like 43 is not that old like Adam West you know like basically was in his 80s or 90s and Heath Ledger had his own demons, what strikes me as something that just is heartbreaking is F cancer. Like, at the end of the day, F cancer. It's taken so many people and for him to, you know, be able to film, you know, Black Panther and all the Avengers movies and Defy Bloods while dealing with this this horrible, horrible disease. um, Like, it's just heart-wrenching, you know? Like, family... Like, I, I don't think he had kids, but he was married, I do believe, so... And it just came as, like, a shock to me last night because I was scrolling through Facebook or Twitter, and, like it said, you know, Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman died. I was like, bullshit. It was like when Kobe Bryant passed away. I was like, bullshit. So I texted... Uh, Nate last night, a few other people uh, talked to Kyle about this morning. So it just, like, I really don't know what to say. Like, I didn't know him personally. I never met the guy. But, you know, from the outpouring of what people are saying on Twitter and Facebook, you know, a light that dimmed uh, too early. So does anyone have anything else to say in regards to – I'm not trying to cut anyone off. I just –
0: like it is actually mind blowing to me that over the few the past few years, he was actually you know fully dedicated to uh, filming these these movies. It, you know, and I, I've I've seen firsthand like the kind of uh, uh kind of a hit that people can take when they're going through uh, like cancer treatment. Like for a lot of people, they're just they're like bedridden. They they just they can barely do anything. So the fact that he was out there filming these superhero movies back-to-back for multiple years while this was all going on is actually mind-blowing. Like I can't believe he was out there doing all that.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it's just so
1: terribly sad. And, you know, like I said, the outpouring from across the world is, you know, with all the stuff that's been going on with the pandemic and all the recent stuff going on in America, like, it's been a breath of fresh air that... uh, group of people from, you know, the globe have kind of bandied together and kind of trying to uplift his family with these kind thoughts and kind words. No, I saw what Kevin Feige said last night, saw what Jeremy Renner said today, um, Chris Evans last night. Patty Jenkins had something to say this morning. So it just like everyone across the across the world is just so devastated. So um So R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. So it's weird to talk about like superhero stuff in the light of a tragic passing of, you know, King T'Challa. But we have not talked to Nate Braille in some time. In regards to things that have been going on, so I'm curious your thoughts on the casting of Michael Keaton as Batman in the Flash movie, and last week it was Ben Affleck uh, being reprising his role as Batman as well. So, what, what's your thoughts on all that?
2: Uh, I, I I knew about um the Michael Keaton thing for about two weeks before it dropped, and uh, I was I was shocked honestly when I found out that Michael Keaton was going to return because he's like 70 years old, 60 years old, you know. I was like, uh, he's gonna return in costume and he's gonna be Batman again. I was just like, this is crazy. This this is outlandish. And at, the more I thought about it, the more I understood how cool of an idea this is, and how smart they are for going into this route because we we shouldn't get the full on version of Flashpoint that we know. Flashpoint is like you know with the the, the Amazon and Lancey Moore, uh Flashpoint Batman and all of that. Because it's it's too soon. It's too early in, in Barry's career to get that scope of things so quickly. But I do like the idea of Ben Affleck coming back. I love Ben Affleck as Batman. I was sold from the moment I saw I saw the news break of Vanity Fair. And I think that we're probably going to be in for something special. And I think it could be somewhere along the lines where Ben Affleck's Batman, in the beginning of the film, uh, Barry runs back in time. And he... Um, he changes things, and he ends up in Michael Keaton's Batman universe, the 1989 universe. And he tries to get his powers back with that Bruce Wayne, and they're going up against a villain, per se, that's not going to be— the reverse Flash won't be the main villain, so they're going up against a villain together, and then Barry probably possibly gets his powers back and runs back in time and fixes things. And then that's the end, imagine we get Robert Pattinson as Batman in the main universe now.
0: I mean, sign me up right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounds so like I, a far-fetched, like, fanfic kind of yeah. idea, but, you know, I'm all for it. So, I so
1: they're not going to, so, are they, so they're using elements from Flashpoint, but there is a plan at some point to go full-on Flashpoint, you know, in, like, a couple years? Is that the idea or thinking behind this kind of bringing... Uh, I don't nah, think they'll,
2: I don't think they'll do like a full on flashpoint movie. I think that this is the closest we'll get to it.
1: Well, that's kind of sad because I would like, and I was thinking the other day, like what would be really cool is if we got you know the Amazonian Atlantean War kind of like as its own kind of like standalone film with Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot, like instead of using that, you know that storyline for flashpoint they could actually use that storyline for like a future you know wonder woman aquaman film like i think that would be cool so i'm glad that they're using elements from flashpoint but at some point you know i would like to see this version of um Barry Allen, Ezra Miller's flash in, like, a Flashpoint movie, because then they can really do some, like, crazy-ass shit. They can bring Jeffrey D. Morgan back. They can bring, you know, Ben Affleck into the mix again. So it'll be interesting. I'm curious who they actually bring back from the, quote-unquote, Burtonverse. Are they going to bring back Kim Basinger? Are they going to bring back Michelle Pfeiffer? Are we going to get Alexander Knox in the film? Because if you don't have Alexander Knox in these movies, what's the point? <laughs> so, are you for this? Are you for this idea, Nate, of a flash with all these amazing Batman in it? Uh, yeah, I think that I feel like um the way that
2: um Andy Muschietti basically explained it was that Bruce Wayne is a very important part to this story, so I don't mind that there are a bunch of Batmans in it because they Batman and the flash resonate with each other. they both lost a parent or two, and it's like probably the best fit for like a mentor mentee situation, especially how we last left Barry and Bruce Wayne
1: they i I like the I like the idea of bringing Ben Affleck back because I felt like they in you know Justice League the justice uh Justice League I guess you could say I'm curious to see what that relationship is in the Zack Snyder cut of that film but in you know in Justice League the one that we got in 2017 I really do like how uh Ben and Affleck had like a really strong chemistry between their characters so I'm I'm want, I definitely want to see more of that Kyle your thoughts
0: Yeah like I I, I think I've been saying before I Hope they uh, give this story the love and attention that it deserves. I, I just don't want them to lean too heavily into the the Batman nostalgia that a lot of people have. Like, If you're going to make a Flash story, I, I do want to make sure they keep it focused around the Flash and all, every, all the trials and tribulations he has to go through. I know it's really easy for DC these days to just lean into Batman and be like, look, look at all the Batman we got. <laughs> come, come, come! Buy, come buy this thing. <laughs> so I, that's my only concern with the, the whole thing is that they they lean way into it. It really, this literally becomes a Batman movie with Flash as the the guy that sets up everything. So you're saying you don't want to see like a solo Joker movie every Kyle? I mean, I still <laughs> I still hold on to my initial opinion that we didn't need that movie even though it turned out great i I, that was almost a miracle that that's what happened but yeah
1: (laughs) so three things i want to see from this flash movie i want to see the tim burton batmobile or the anton first so uh i want to see tim burton anton first gotham city and i want to hear danny elfman's music so i think I i think that's more than fair uh, Nate, what are your thoughts on last weekend's DC fandom with all, you know, we got the Snyder Cut trailer, we got the Batman trailer, that's, I'm curious what your thoughts on both those trailers are. Like, we talked uh, so, but definitely curious your thoughts on it. Well, I, as
2: much as I am excited for, like, the, the, the Snyder Cut of Justice League, I feel like Zack Snyder mm-hmm. screwed the pooch with that trailer. Like, the, the use of the Hallelujah song was totally unnecessary, and it just, like...
0: It was way too on point. It was,
2: yeah, it was just... <laughs> like,
0: okay, <laughs> so, Zach, we get it. You used it in Watchmen. We we get it.
2: It's such a Snyder <laughs> thing to do. It's <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I like what I saw, but I just didn't like the trailer due to the music. And I, I love the line at the end where um Affleck is like, I don't care about... How, how many demons and how many hells he's never fought us and not united. And I, I love, I like that because I'm like, okay, there you go. That's something that we didn't really get to see him do in Justice League. <laughs> but, for, <laughs> but yeah, uh, and for, for the Batman, uh, I thought that that was incredible. Like everything that, that they showed, everything that they released just made me want to see it immediately. And it's shocking that they've only done 33% of the film. They only shot for a month and a half, and that's what that's the product that we got for our first trailer. And there was no use of CGI, nothing in it. It was just practical, all practical. It looks amazing, especially uh, you know the 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 t- the dude that had the tape around his um his face and it said "No more lies." Like that that image leaked out a few months ago. And I didn't think that it was real. So once I saw it from the, from the very beginning, I knew that this was gonna have like a very seventy vibe with the Riddler just doing a whole bunch of creepy shit. But which kind of makes me—it kind of feels like the long Halloween how it's gonna start. Like that's exactly what the movie was giving me a vibe of. How he's gonna probably kill a lot of people on certain holidays or something just to get to get into Bruce Wayne's head, or well, to get into the Batman's head. And I also think that he knows that Batman is Bruce Wayne in this movie.
1: I mean, Edward Nygma is pretty smart. So my thoughts, I liked, I really do like the the Snyder Justice League trailer. I like the Hallelujah because, like, when I when I started when they started playing the Leonard Cohen music, it was kind of like Hallelujah. We're finally getting this film. Like, you know, that's how I took it. Like, I get he used it uh, in Watchmen. However, like you said, you liked. Uh, the batman trailer and hated the music for the Settercut. cut I hated that nirvana song I'm sorry you, like, you didn't like something in the way like <laughs> I'm not like like and I grew up with like like a couple like grunge kind of like like I kind of grew up with grunge and everything and I like like I like you know the you know regular you know nirvana you know like I have like all their albums and everything but To me, that music just doesn't fit. I would have preferred, like, I'm an Alice in Chains fan. Like, that's my favorite (laughs) band. So I was like, and they used Wood in the season two trailer for The Punisher. I was like, they could have easily used an Alice in Chains song. Like, Nirvana, to me, like, I just don't like it. It, I don't like (laughs) the song. I don't like how it was used in the trailer. Um I don't know like that that music just really like I would have preferred cuz you heard some notes from Michael uh, Giacchino's score you know kind of like way in the background underplaying you know the Nirvana music I would have preferred you know that to been more prominent than that I do I do like the trailer I do like what we got you know like when when Batman beats the fuck out of that dude and then he says I'm vengeance I was like like Kyle, me, like I was playing it when Kyle was like for the first time and Kyle, we were on Skype waiting to record uh, and I was like, cause it leaked like an hour before uh, Matt Reeves got on it. I was like, holy shit. Holy, like I was just like, holy shit. And then Kyle was like, holy shit, I'm in. So like that moment where Batman, you know, that j- just brings back to the warehouse sequence and uh, BVS for me. I was just like, holy shit, this is going to be amazing. I really do like uh, the Seven vibe to it. Like, it feels like 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 it feels like Tim Burton meets Batman meets Seven. And I'm really interested to see kind of that. Like, I'm really interested to see, you know, the detective side of Batman that we've sort of got in, like, the Burton movie and we've sort of got in, like, uh, The Dark Knight, but it was never really, like, really front and center. So I'm really interested to see how they do that. The only thing, the only other thing I dislike about it is, I want to see like these characters fully formed in their costumes. Like, we kind of got like, uh, like a weird look for the Riddler, and we're obviously this not that was not the fully formed version of Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. But other than that, like, I definitely give that that trailer like an A. It's not an A because that music sucks balls, but <laughs> <laughs> um. But that—that's my overall take on it, uh, Kyle. Your thoughts? I know we kind of broke down the trailer last week, but now that we've kind of had, you know, some time away from it and everything, we've had really time to digest it and everything. What's mm-hmm. your overall vibe?
0: Yeah, so I—I've been sitting on it for for a while, and I've actually gone back and watched it a couple of times here and there. But honestly, it, it grows on me more and more. I, I loved it when we first were talking about it, but I—I I still really love it right now, and. Personally, the music doesn't really bother me. I think it adds a, a lot of moodiness to the trailer, but like I see where you're coming from, and you know I can respect <laughs> that. Um, Kyle,
1: do you think the movie is playing too dark? Because I I did see I did see a small percentage of people on Twitter say, "Oh shit, this movie is just way too dark." Um, I'm,
0: I'm kind of in the weird spot. Where I'm going to say no, but that's because that's the kind of stuff I really love. Like, I love the darker Batman stories, and Mm -hmm. I know he has a lighthearted side to him, but, like, for me, I always feel like he has best when we're talking to Rick really dark and gritty stuff. And, you know, he's having to deal with some sort of traumatic thing from his past, or, like, he's trying to uncover some sort of mystery. Like, I've always really like, stories like that, so I, I personally thought it was great. Same question to you,
1: Nate.
0: Uh,
2: I think that any, any uh, Batman is a dark character, regardless of mm-hmm. how much levity he might have. And I I don't think that this movie won't have levity. I think it'll, they were just showing us how it looks like you guys remember the first trailer for, um, Batman Begins and that, that, what, what, what Nickelback song was that?
1: Like that they played on? <laughs> hey, hey, hold up, hold up. That was a, that was a TV spot. The very first yeah. teaser trailer didn't have any of that shit in it.
0: <laughs>
1: so, let's, let's, do not, do not correlate Nickelback to Batman. That was a TV spot. I, I,
2: I'm just saying, I don't think that we've seen everything yet, but I do think that they wanted to set the tone for how badass this Batman is going to be, and I honestly think that this movie will end up being rated R.
1: Oh, damn, really? hmm Fuck. Like, I'm okay with that, but, like, I don't know, like, my thoughts on that... I don't know. Like it's something that I've been worried about is like is how how far are they gonna g- lay into that really mature adult um version of Batman? I hope it's not rated R, but I definitely see it being rated R for sure. So
2: Really rated R, Nate? Yeah, I think it'll be rated R. Did you see how did you
1: watch that trailer? I mean I did, but <laughs> I think we're going to have a Birds of Prey thing all over again because, like, none of the, like, teenage crowd could go see Birds of Prey because it was too – it was rated R. So even though Birds of Prey sucked, I'm sorry, what, huh?
0: I mean, <laughs> does that really affect a lot of stuff nowadays? Really?
1: I mean, I feel like it. I mean, I teach eighth graders, and they said, I really want to go see Birds of Prey, but I couldn't because it was rated R. I was like, well, you didn't miss much. Really didn't <laughs> like it. I was, I mean <laughs> I liked I liked Black Mask and when it ended, but <laughs> so yeah. uh, rated R, chat. Yeah. Um what else happened at Fandom on uh last Saturday, Kyle? What am
0: I missing? Um uh, I believe the first in the show, well the big thing I first saw from it was the Wonder Woman Age four trailer. Ooh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to see it? like
1: Wonder Woman eighty four is supposed to be out already, so <laughs> in a different
0: timeline, yeah. it's already come out. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they're, like, they're... honestly, honestly, like when I saw the trailer, like it's like a lot of like I was instead of Wonder Woman, I can
0: actually talk about that now.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw like a lot of like the, the big action pieces, like the Amazonian um, Olympic games that they're doing with um, young Wonder Woman. I saw them film that, and it was just like it was surreal to see like what what, what they did with the blue screen and everything. It looks it looks insane compared to how it was before. And I I also saw them shoot the the White House scene where where she uh, she has him with the the last of truth, and then Steve like kind of like does a thing here and there, like he blocks the bullets and like gets her into another area of the White House. And, uh, Am I bugging out, but, like, in the in the trailer, does it seem like Maxwell Lord is the president?
1: <laughs> Are you... So, he is the president? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I'm, I'm asking.
0: The, I the, don't know. I don't recall seeing anything that suggested that, but maybe we just missed it.
1: I thought, you know, when he came on the, you know, the live, like, he was giving, like, a nationwide address. Like, it sounded... Like, it felt like he was trying to sell something. But I was like, is this, like, some weird... <laughs> Like Trump, kind of. Yeah. Because <laughs> he kind of like kind of looks like Donald Trump.
0: You vote for me, just, just I can yoga. make all your dreams come true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I mean, yeah, like I could definitely see Maxwell Lord as President Lord. Is that President what Lord. Is? <laughs> President Lord? <laughs> President Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Like he definitely had like a president business vibe from Lego. Like I was, I was like, is this, is this like, is this too on the nose? So, but yeah, like I could definitely see a President Lord in uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Like, so uh I do want to talk about the set visit that you had. But I was rewatching the trailer, and Cheetah looks good, but I don't know. There's, there's like a weird CGI thing I'm getting from that I'm not really like. I mean, we only <laughs> saw like really two scenes. Yeah from 80 from you know from that trailer they, the uncanny not...
0: valley it's definitely noticeable yeah
1: I, like
2: i also wouldn't judge it cuz it's probably not the final product they probably couldn't have like touched that trailer up too much due to covid mhm
1: but yeah. i was like i getting i felt like i was getting like a cat's vibe i was like oh god
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, you <laughs> technically are it is a cat
0: <laughs> i mean it's so not
1: you far were off. How, how many days were you on was it were you on set just oh, i was a only on days? set one day one day for a few hours and then, so you got to see them film the White House sequence. Everyone said yeah. that set really, like, huge. Like what they were able to do with the White House set is just yeah, mind- that, that was
2: insane, dude. Like that that entire set piece was insane. And the but the craziest one was definitely the the Amazonian Olympics, man. Like just to see like the the constructs that they had to build to generate this this Olympic vibe. And they had a lot of uh, people on set from American Ninja Warrior, like, uh, and it was just, like, crazy to see them do, they're performing all those stunts, like, in person, you know what I mean? Like, and there's, like, this log that's swinging back and forth.
1: Um, uh, anything else that you can reveal from your set visit? I know you wrote about it, so. Yeah, uh... If anyone didn't, make sure you check that out on heroichollywood dot com. Nate it. That's up. it.
2: there's not, nothing much
1: that they kind of kind
2: of revealed, bro.
1: Yeah, were you able to interview anyone like Patty and any or I, I, like we all like when you when you're a service,
2: it's just like oh everyone interviews the same person at the same time, so it's just basically like we're just asking them questions It's a Q and A.
1: So, um, that, they definitely didn't plan for coronavirus to hit, so mm-hmm. it just sucks. because I'm like, I want to see this movie on the big screen, but. Like, nothing's open, so – and I know they're not – I know they're going to be playing hardball and not wanting to put it on uh, HBO Max, but I think at some point they're going to have to look, really think about that yeah. as a viable option.
0: I mean, well, they I, – I feel like uh, the tenant's performance is going to be a big tell of uh, how a lot of these studios move, go f- moving forward. They're
2: about to lose a lot of money.
1: I think everyone across the board is going to start losing. I think, you know, theater chains, there's definitely going to be an issue with theater chains going on. Um I I really do think like they they really do need to really think hard about putting that film on HBO Max. As much as I do want like Patty I saw a Patty tweet or something say that like this movie is for the big screen. We really want to put this movie on the big screen. I think at some point you got to do. You do have to, you know, look at the business side and do have to cut your losses. Because I had HBO Max, and because it's not on Roku, I said f this. So I'm just waiting for uh, the Snyder Cut to come out before I get it. Because you know, me turning on my PS4 and you know finding HBO Max is such a first world problem that I don't want to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, what are your thoughts, fair. Nate? Like, do you think we should they should just ultimately just say, "Hey, December come around HBO Max"?
2: Nah, they're not gonna do that. Huh. They'll hold on to that movie for dear life before they do that. Just like Marvel will not release Black Widow on Disney Plus, they won't do it unless this if this thing this this pandemic keeps going, maybe they'll consider it because they're still losing money, and maybe they could find like a premiere access. But then at the same time. They're not really going to make money off of that because by the time it hits Disney Plus, five minutes later, it'll be pirated.
1: I mean, that's true, too.
2: So I, I doubt that they'll release it in on in that route because it just makes them lose more money than they could gain by releasing it overseas in theaters and in select theaters in, in the States.
1: Hopefully there's a vaccine coming out soon because I just want things to go back to, you know, regular normal, not the new normals everyone's talking about this new normal so i don't think it'll go, ever go back to regular normal i don't think so either but i hope so i'm tired of this being chained up to <laughs> you know like i i i really want to go see Tenet, but there's just no way that's going to happen so it's yeah. not, it's not safe enough i want to see that movie on the on the imax screen so bad but i just it's just not worth it for me to go sit in a in a COVID uh, Petri dish. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't even have an option of doing that, though.
2: And the movie theaters in New York are all closed.
1: Well, I know that there's like one or two in Dallas that are open, but it's like, is it really worth it? Like, if it if it was if they just open the theater just for me and then they close it down, I'd be like, all right, let's do this. I'm being pretended. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not how we're... Life doesn't work like that. I'm not. I'm not Tony Stark. I can't just, or you know, just buy out the <laughs>
0: movie theater. It's like so. you call him up on the phone. You're like, hi, I would like to rent out your entire movie theater. Yes, I, the most I can offer you is ten dollars.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just, just for one seat. I'm only paying for one seat. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I, and I'll buy some popcorn. There we go. <laughs> um. So Kyle. I do want to get your thoughts on both games that were dropped. I, we really didn't discuss it. I mean, I think we talked about it the last episode. But what are your thoughts on Gotham Knights and then uh, that Suicide Squad uh, just kills the
0: Justice League? Uh, Suicide are- Squad hunt the Justice League. Yeah, I think. It's, it's kill the Justice League. Kill the Justice League. Okay, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So we got the two game trailers. We we've kind of known that there was going to be one or two games. Coming eventually I think we've we've talked about on the show before like where where are these games at we know that both of these game studios are working on something but we finally have information so it turns out that Warner Brothers Montreal who developed Arkham Origins is working on a Bat Family game called Gotham Knights mm-hmm. that's supposed to be coming out next year and then Rocksteady who did all the other Arkham games is working on a Suicide Squad game and we got a like CGI trailer for that, and that's supposed to be coming out in twenty twenty two, I believe. Uh personally, I I kind of dug the Gotham Knights trailer. I mean, it wasn't the most amazing thing I ever saw, but I was kind of into <laughs> it. I know I know you know we're still like a year or so out from the games, and it it looks a little rougher on the edges, but I, I'm also kind of into it. I was kinda digging it. I think it's so cool that they're featuring the Bat family in in a game. I I know I know like the big Setup premise is oh no Bruce Wayne's dead, what are we gonna do? <laughs> oh, it's like okay, <laughs> we know halfway that's not game. we know <laughs> that's not gonna hold up. Like I I'm pretty sure like ninety nine percent sure that like halfway through the game it's gonna get revealed that Bruce Wayne's the Talon and then you have to save him. <laughs> like it's the most obvious thing since the uh, the Arkham Knight got revealed.
1: Still have not beaten that game because goddamn that game's. It's Tank Man begins. Tank Man begins.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, so uh, you're,
1: you're So you're like you're there, but you want to see like more like actual playable footage before you're sold on it. Is that what you're saying? Uh,
0: I, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of the extent of it. Like they did show uh like a seven minute trailer where you sneak into a building as Batgirl and then you fight uh, Mister Freeze. And I get people's criticisms of the game, like it doesn't look as Refined and polished as any of the other previous Batman games, and I really, guess,
1: I thought it looked great. There, really, people were given given shit because it didn't look great. Like I, I thought it was I'm, awesome.
0: I, I I liked it. I, I liked a lot of what I saw, but I, I get people's criticism because the combat's not exactly the same as Batman's games. I I, I get it. He's a different, they're different characters. It's not mm-hmm. like as refined. It's not as uh, free flow as it was previously. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, the Mister Freeze fight in this game looks really lame. It's not as good as the one in Arkham City." And I'm like, "You didn't do anything. You literally, you, you literally <laughs> had it like." I'm
1: I'm playing Arkham City right now. You literally have to like uh, use that electrical shock thing or whatever to stop his I, I, freeze I mean,
0: gun. I mean, I'm agreeing with you. Like, I I like the our, the the Mister Freeze fight from that game a lot because it's it's not like a combat challenge. It's a stealth challenge. Yeah. So, you know, I get that they can't just do the exact same thing again. Instead of having a, a self focused fight, they're like, alright, this is gonna be a more straightforward brawl kind of thing and people just weren't into it. They they wanted the exact same thing from Arkham City. But you know, that's, that game that's came fine. out in two thousand what, eleven or twelve? Uh eleven, I think, yeah. Like that It's that, been that... <laughs> nine years. <laughs> it's like it's time to move on, people. No. Like like I get it. If it's not exactly what people want, then that's well, it's not really the game's fault. I, I guess it's not Rocksteady making this game. It's a different studio. I mean, so it's, they... maybe it's not completely fair to be expecting the exact same thing we got before because it's a different dev and it's technically a different universe. Like this is actually not the continuation of the Arkham games. That that title goes to uh, the Suicide Squad game, which has been confirmed to be set in the same universe as the Arkham games. So, but okay. So I get I I get where you know some of those people
1: are coming from, but at the same time, like I thought, what you know, I watched it again the other day, and I said, wow, this is like really expansive. Like I felt like I was you know looking at you know Red Dead or GTA, where you know that universe is so expansive. Where you know Arkham City, you know as big as that map is, like for most of the game, you're 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 not like it's not like I thought that Arkham Origins had like a larger map, but maybe I'm wrong cuz I haven't played Arkham Origins in such a long time. But I always thought like Arkham Origins had a larger map than, you know, Arkham City. And then most of the game you most of the time when you were playing Arkham Knight, you were, you know, stuck in the bat, you know, the Batmobile. So like to me this felt like
0: an expansive Red Dead Meets, you know, GTA Meets, you know, Arkham City. I I think it will be the largest map we've seen and going back to the Origins, I think the reason why People feel like the game is smaller than it actually is, just because of the way the the map is laid out. There's that big bridge in the middle that kind of divides it into two smaller maps. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's why people remember city being bigger. When I I think I think there was more uh, physical space in Origins, but like I said, it's been a long time since we played it, so maybe we're wrong there. I love Origins, like it's
1: like because just because it's WB Montreal, and not you know. The Rocksteady group, I think it gets kind of pigeonholed and it's not as, um, it's not as stellar as, you know, but I think Arkham Origins, like for me, it goes Arkham City, Arkham Origins and Arkham Asylum, then, you know, Arkham Knight. I mean, that's how it is for me. And I really like Arkham Origins was fun. Uh, it was more beat them, you know, punch up, beat them up kind of a thing. I mean, there were some issues with, you know, like one boss battle that you, you know, you literally press triangle and you beat, you know, you beat, I can't remember. Is, uh, is the, that Firefly or something? I can't remember.
0: The or something. There you go. Yeah. So,
1: um, but I'm all for it. Like I said, like, I felt like this was, like, I thought the graphics are great. You know, like, I thought, you know, is like, pretty expansive? I mean, Nate, may, maybe, maybe you have, you know, a different opinion. What, what are your thoughts on, you know, what we saw in regards to Gotham Knights?
2: Oh, I, I I didn't like it. I didn't like anything that I saw. I, I can't. I, I honestly don't have the depth to like go into because I'll be here talking for like an hour. But I really <laughs> did. I did. I not like it. Like I didn't like how the. I didn't like the designs. Why is Robin wearing a brain coat? I, I and why does Red Hood look so blocky? It, it it felt like they haven't fully polished that game yet, and they released it just so that they would have something to be released during fandom to give somebody, I'd say, well, to give fans what they wanted to see for a very long time. Cause fans have been asking them what's this game about for like a year or two. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they're, they haven't even finished it yet. And I'm not going to really give my final opinion on the game until I see a final trailer. or so like the final gameplay for that.
1: I'll say this, when we saw the Arkham Knight trailers, we are like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing, and the game sucked. <laughs> like, that, like, remember how, you know, there was that, that Bat Emblem that was on fire, and it was like, oh my god, Arkham Knight, we can play as, with the Batmobile, that game was awful. So, if it were, <laughs> if we could get the opposite of that, like, I'll take a shitty trailer. And I didn't think it was shitty, I, you know, I'd give it plus, B+, BB+, B+, like, it showed something that I ha- we haven't really seen it before. We saw how expansive it was. Is it the finished product? No, but you know it was a it was a good tease. It was a good taste. You know, like it was a good appetizer. So as long as the full meal, you know, taste, you know, is there and it has substance, I'm game for it. I'm game for this game as it sits right now. Anyway, so so you have like you didn't really care for anything. You, like you, I know you don't like care for the character designs, but you didn't care for how expansive it was or.
2: Uh, yeah, I dig I the idea of that you can play co-op with uh, another person as another member of the Bat family. I think the, I, I like a little bit of it. I just didn't like the entire thing as a whole just because of the aesthetic,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, what they're going for. And it just, it, it doesn't look like a game I'd like to play.
1: Well, you're so, off the podcast by me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's totally um, fair. But well, well, why haven't we got a Superman game yet or a Green Lantern game? Kyle, I'm looking at you. <sighs> you like know, really. I, I, I wish I had a good answer. Is is old,
0: so, I'm not an expert when it comes to making superhero video games. I I just like to play them. My guess is they're having a hard time actually making the uh the act of playing a super incredibly powerful person fun for more than 5 minutes. That's my guess. I mean, the idea sounds fun. Like, who wouldn't want to fly around a city as Superman, picking up like vehicles and throwing them around, and like shooting your your laser beams and stuff? That sounds awesome. But how are you gonna make something like that really fun for several hours? And unless you somehow weaken Superman through kryptonite, or, or you make his yeah. enemies super ridiculously strong, or something, because otherwise, just... otherwise, like if you re- if you make it anything like how it should be, you're just gonna fly around as Superman and like absolutely destroy every criminal in a single hit. It's like I mean,
1: <laughs> we've all played GTA where we have like we're like invincible. We have like all this body armor. We have like every gun known to man. We've got rocket launchers. So here's my suggestion for them: is you give like an evil Superman or a Bizarro Superman, and he, he just like GTA five it. And, like, you just go and you can kill whoever you want. You can kill Lois Lane. You can kill Jimmy Olsen like Zack Snyder did in BBS. <laughs> 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 and, like, you just make it, like, the opposite of what people think it's going to be. And, like, the, the crux of the game is, like, you can play as evil Superman or you can play as good Superman. And everyone's going to play evil Superman because you can literally drop people off from, you know, the top of a, you know, bridge. You just let him sit and let him drown. Like this episode got really dark, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like the why? Why does that, Why does Superman have to be good in a video game? Why can't he? Why can't he go evil? Like we do, like you know. I Mean to be oh, fair. You, they're, to they're be doing fair,
0: that with, <laughs> that's that's kind of what they. I think they were maybe going in that direction, and they're like, all right, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep su- evil Superman, but instead of the player being evil superman we're just gonna have them fight evil superman
1: i think so are you gonna say
0: nate
2: oh uh he's talking uh he's actually talking about um uh uh, kill the justice league the suicide squad game superman is evil in the in the game and he's the yeah Uh, Yeah,
0: and the the joke of
2: it is like they're they're all (laughs) like standing waiting to find their mark who they're supposed to take out and superman comes and he burns some dude some civilian to the ground and uh captain boomerang is like so do we find out who our target is yet and they're all pointing (laughs) at superman (laughs) he's like oh shit
0: i don't see the trailer
2: so
1: i I have no idea yeah so
0: the trailer is i assume they're in the metropolis or something everything's like burning like everything's crazy and then you just have uh, four members of the Suicide squad sit on the rooftop, they're just chilling, relaxing. They're like, Yeah, we gotta sit here by Amanda Waller, but we don't actually want to do anything, so we're just gonna sit here and do nothing. And then and then yeah, Superman shows up and they're like, Oh shit, I guess that's who we gotta take down. <laughs> uh but yeah, it has um Harley Quinn, Deadshot, uh Captain Boomerang and King what Shark. King Shark, yeah. He was he was the fourth member. Um but the my biggest problem with the trailer is it's not a gameplay trailer. It's a CGI trailer. It's like a like a proof of concept kind of thing. We don't really even know how this game is gonna play, and considering it comes out in two years, that's that's probably why. Uh, I've heard people say it's gonna be a first person shooter. I, I've heard people say it's gonna be more like an Arkham game, but like i've I've not heard anything definitive, so I don't really know how I feel about that. Uh, but conceptually, the, uh, like this is like the driving force behind the game is apparently one of the big things you're going to be doing throughout the game is just trying to figure out how the hell you're supposed to take down various members of the Justice League as a ragtag team of people that don't really have the abilities to take down the Justice League. So that's going to be part of the part of the process there, I would assume. Otherwise, yeah, it's like how is Harley Quinn supposed to take down Superman, right? How do we get from point A to point B here? I'll be curious to see how, how that ends up turning out.
1: I don't know. I'm just going to play the game, so.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, So, last thing I want to talk about that really no one has talked about is James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Like, obviously, the Snyder Cut, Wonder Woman 84, the Batman, you know, the games... Uh, no one's really, like, I haven't seen anyone really talk about the Suicide Squad, and I want to get everyone's impression on the, that wasn't, like, a trailer. I don't know, what, what did they call, what would they call that, Nate? It was, like, uh... A featurette. Yeah, like, a featurette. Like, from what we saw, it was, like, a couple minutes long. I am all in for this. This looks like a fun, like, 1970s, like, gangster film. Like, I don't know how else to really, like, explain that. What, what... I'll start with you, Nate. what What is your What's your thoughts on, you know, what we saw in that little, you know, tease from the Suicide Squad?
2: Uh, I think it looks incredible. It looks like it's going to be the biggest. It's going to be bigger than people think it it's going to be like it's going to. Even though, like you know, like we've had the first Suicide Squad and people were probably a little bit sour from that experience. Uh, they'll go into this one and they'll be like, "Holy shit!" Their whole opinion on this franchise will be turned around. You got crazy characters like King Shark. You got crazy characters like Weasel, who looks like a, a, a doped out rocket raccoon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got douchebag Captain America. That's what you John got Cena douchebag, said. Captain America. You got Idris Elba, uh,
2: whose character is very confusing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was his What was his character name again?
2: Uh, his real character's name is Bloodsport, but like there were so many rumors going around. He was he was Deathstroke. He was um Deadshot. He was Vigilante. He was a uh, a whole bunch of things. He was probably Lex Luthor at one point. You know Ooh, what I mean? That's
1: really <laughs> cool. I would be game for Idris Elba as Lex Luthor. Give me that. But instead, he's like this this this
2: unknown deep dive of a character called Bloodsport.
1: Well, I think Bloodsport was like the first person to actually shoot Superman, right? Like is mm-hmm. ne- Um, I'm game for it. I think they just, it sounds like maybe, maybe you can speak more into this, Nate. It seems like WB is like, all right, so you want, we, we need someone to make the Suicide Squad movie. And James Gunn is like, I'll do it if you let me do whatever I want to do. And that's what Warner Brothers did. That's that's exactly what they did. So like, I'm for it. Like, it looks cool. Like I, you know, Paul Dini's down for uh, the Harley Quinn look. I mean, that's a I tweeted at him. He's like, he looks awesome. I was like, that was cool. So um, <laughs> I'm for it. Like, it look like no, but it's weird that no one's talking about this movie. Like, I'm, I know, like, you have Wonder Woman, you have the Batman, you have the Snyder Cup, but, like, the Suicide Squad is going to be, it looks dope. It it's going to awesome. be an event. So, and when's that movie supposed to be coming out? Next year?
2: Yeah, August. If it comes out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's the, the question of the day right here. But I, I'm totally down for it. I just feel like if you give James Gunn full creative freedom to do whatever the hell he wants, what it looks like that's what they're doing, he can be, you know, he can actually embrace his raunchy, dark, humorous background. I think it's going to fit really well in the setting. It's going to fit really well with the characters that he has picked out. And let me, yeah, doesn't me just say the characters he has, like, there are so many characters in here. I'm like, man, like, I I, I know some pretty obscure comic book characters, but I don't know over half of these characters. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am, I'm all for, I'm ready to see what he has in store, especially with the, the actors and actresses he has. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's a fantastic cast here, and I feel like, like a lot of polka people dot
1: are,
2: yeah, Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man. David Desmalchian. He was like, in The Dark Knight. Yeah, and The Flash.
0: Like there's oh, right. there's some incredible talent here, and I just feel like a lot of people and, are not uh, talking about it. He was in Captain America too, if I re- if I remember correctly.
1: My dad knows him as the Wendy's guy because when the Dark Knight came out, he was doing those Wendy's commercials, like, "Hey, there's your here's your here's your, here's your, here's your, <laughs> your heart," because oh, he when he's in the Dark Knight, he's uh, Rachel Dawes. He'd always know, "Hey, there, there's Rachel Dawes." It's like, like, like <laughs> that's like twelve years ago. So, um, but. I guess my question is this movie's going to be a huge huge box office smash, it's going to be a critical, you know, gem. Is he just one and done in this DC universe or do you think that, you know, he just kind of floats back and forth between DC and Marvel? Oh, you're talking about Gun? Yeah. I think Gun is done with Marvel after that. You think Marvel you think after uh Guardians of the Galaxy he's three, he's done with Marvel?
2: Yeah, I think he's done. Unless he decides to come up with another thing, I think that he might have signed a contract to do more multiple super, Suicide Squad movies. So, really, I think that we got a lot more coming from Gunn with DC.
1: Well, I, as much like he's such a fantastic director, I as much as I would love a continuation of the Suicide Squad, like he could make a dope ass Superman movie, he could do a dope ass Green Lantern movie, he could do like he could do a lot of stuff, and I like mm-hmm. like I yeah. don't know, like,
2: yeah. I think it's just because Gunn, like, he likes these obscure, uh, makeshift teams, so that's what he like gravitates to. So I don't, I don't think he would want to do like a solo film with a solo character. He wants to have this, um, this ensemble that he can play with.
1: I would, I, you know, who I would like, I like him to direct like an Injustice League movie or something like mm-hmm. that.
0: Like, I, I, I think, think that would be- I was just thinking if they ever did like a Justice League Dark. He'd be one of my top picks for the director of that.
1: So, so do you? So do you? You do think like this won't be? This is not going to be the only James Gunn DC film. Like, no, I
2: think he'll do another Suicide Squad movie. I think it's a, it's almost a guarantee, especially if this one is successful. They're going to give him more money. He's going to come back.
1: Hell yeah. As soon as, as soon as John Cena's like, I'm um, playing douchebag Captain America. I was like, I'm in.
0: <laughs>
1: you already got my 12 bucks. I am in. So see John Cena play a douchebag Captain America, and you see his <laughs> costume, I was like, that's douchebag Captain America. Please let that be like a coaster. John Cena, douchebag Captain America. Sold.
2: <laughs> <Sword. laughs>
1: Anything else we need to talk about? Like, I'm good to go with all this stuff.
0: Uh, Kyle, are we missing anything? I don't know if you wanted to mention uh, the Shazam and Black Adam stuff or not, but... Oh,
1: fuck, yeah. Sorry, my bad.
0: Uh, I'll let Nate talk about Black Adam because I feel like he
1: knows a little bit. He probably won't be able to talk much about it, just of what we've seen. But I'll let Nate kind of take this one over.
2: Uh... I, I, I think it, I think the concept art and like all the stop mo- all the like the motion animated stuff that they did was um pretty pretty cool, I think, that the rock is gonna be the rock in this movie, you know. I'm not I'm not hundred percent excited after seeing all of that. It just it just seems kinda like, eh, okay, this is happening, you know? hmm It's cool that we'll have like Hawkman, Adam Smasher, Doctor Fate, and Cyclone, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I just got I, I I want to see who they cast in the role of Hawkman. I want to see who they cast in the role of Doctor Fate, and I want to see who they cast the Cyclone. It, did, it they have to sell me more because you got Noah Centennial or Centenio, uh playing on um, Adam's Master, and I'm not too sold on that. You know what I mean?
1: Hmm. Um. I, so my thought is I'm really, really looking forward to Black Adam and like the idea of the JSA involved in some, you know, fashion, but I'm still not sold on, you know, the team that he's kind of, that The Rock has surrounded. Uh, the guy who's directing it, I, you know, like, I know that he's wanting to do like, uh, you know, a big, you know, big, huge tentpole movie, but I'm just like, like, I'm just not sold. And I'm not saying this is to be like a negative towards The Rock, but like a lot of his films as, and I'm a huge Dwayne The Rock Johnson fan. Follow him on Instagram. He's super inspiring. I, I go to all of his films, but like his movies are so hit and miss. I mean, and I'm not, and that's not to disparage him. Like we got the, the Rampage movie I really liked. And then he did the Skyscraper movie. And I was like, that Skyscraper movie wasn't that great. Um, and then like, right after that, we got Hobbs and Shaw, which was good, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like the home run smash that like, it was like, as much as I enjoyed Hobbs and Shaw, if that movie could have been, you know, so much better. I mean, we could say that about a lot of films, but like, I'm not wrong in saying like the rocks movies are really like, it's, it's, he hasn't had that, you know, streak of like Big, huge movies like Will Smith did back in the nineties, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that to, you know, to throw any shade against the rock. Like he's the biggest movie star right now and get to get him in this Black Adam is amazing. But for me, I'd, I'd much rather see this Black Adam film directed by somebody else. And I'd like to see this Black Adam go up against Superman, you know, Henry Cavill Superman. So I don't know if anyone wants to comment on that. No. I'm just I'm <laughs>
0: waiting
2: and seeing. It, uh, yeah. like, I just want to wait and see. I don't want to judge it.
0: We Yeah, we, we don't know a whole lot about the project. We we haven't seen a lot from it. I, I'm a little bit mixed on The Rock. Like I think the problem is whenever you cast a major superstar in the role like this, it, it's going to be hard to see the character and not just The Rock in a costume, you know? so i I'll wait and see i we need to, i think we need to see more before we can really nail down an opinion on it, so like I'm looking at the credits on i m b
1: d for i don't i don't know how to pronounce his first name Jamie I don't know, so let's just say it's jamie colette Sarah. so uh he's got fourteen credits um I really do like his orphan film. I didn't care for The Shallows, and I'm not going to go see Jungle Cruise. So, <laughs> so like, I don't know what else to really say. I I think that uh, Colin Trever- Trevero, I can never pronounce his last name, who did uh, the Chris Pratt, the first Jurassic World film, or Jay Boyonia, I can't pronounce his last name either. I just can't. I, yeah, I can't. I think those guys would be more suited for this Black Adam film than, you know, the guy that they have. But I'm willing to give, you know, give this guy a chance. So I don't know. Like maybe, maybe I'm, I'm skeptical until like this movie's been kind of like in pre production for a couple years now and it's just such a slow roll. Like, I mean, how long ago is he cast? Like 2014 or 15 when he was cast as Black Adam? We're still a long like, time ago. <laughs> it's been it's been a few years, so I'm for it. Like I want to see it, but are they using their IP co- direct correctly? The idea of Black of uh, Hawkman and you know those other JSA characters are interesting, but I want to see who they're going to cast because Hawkman's amazing. But why not bring Hawk Girl into it too? I don't know. Like it just seems like I like that's that's my biggest question mark. Is like like the Batman's going to be awesome. Snyder Cut. I'm I'm looking forward to that's going to be amazing. Suicide Squad's going to be amazing. Shazam Two's going to be awesome. Aquaman Two. But Black Adam's my big like this movie. Nah. So. Anything else? Anything else, Nate or Kyle, that we need to talk about?
0: I uh, I think that was everything that they sh- they showed up at DC fandom.
2: I mean, we got we got the Shazam two title, and we got um, Static Shock. Oh, that's
0: right. Uh, what about sh-
1: Static Shock? What? Huh?
2: There's a live action Static Shock film in development.
1: Huh? I missed that one.
2: That was the biggest <laughs> announcement that they made.
1: Uh I definitely I and I didn't I like I said I passed out for like a couple hours during Fandom, so but Shazam Fury of the Gods. I'm cool with that title.
2: Yeah, yeah so, I just wanna know what the movie's gonna be about.
0: <laughs> right like gonna The title be, makes me think it will tie into what happens in Black Adam, but that remains to be seen. Or they
1: just use, you know, the the kids are you know, the kids are uh, like in the they're in the, as they're super uh, powered beings more in this film, so I don't know. But I'll say this: I showed that that film to my eighth grade, cl- you know, class over a number of days, and when all of those kids turn out to be like the superheroes, that the, like every kid was like cheering and like getting into it, so that movie's going to be I like David F Sandberg. I think I think he is a fantastic director. I really love Shazam is probably my favorite like DC film as of right now. Like I really love Wonder Woman. I really love Aquaman. But I don't know. There's something about Shazam that I can just I can just turn Shazam on at any time and just be like in like happiness. So I feel like somebody was like are you really serious talking about Shazam as your number one favorite? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Nate, are you are you are you not a fan of that movie? I feel like there's some static <laughs> going on in your head. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah I, I'm a fan of the movie, but I don't I, I don't think it has a rewatch. I don't think it has a rewatch factor where I can rewatch that movie. I think it's like it's just a, a forgettable D C film for me.
1: Really? I thought it was
2: like yeah. so,
1: it's like watching Superman the movie for me, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know, I just don't, I don't like the direction
2: DC films have been going into. I'm, like, more of a Snyder, darkness-type person. Like, I, I love BVS. I've seen that movie 200 times. I love Man of Steel. I liked Wonder Woman, uh, but I haven't really... I liked Aquaman, but, like, it was terrible acting, you know?
1: Jesus Momoa, a terrible actor, huh? It wasn't even only him. I really like... So, like, I can definitely see the complaints with him... But I really like uh, what's his name? He was in Watchmen and he played the villain.
2: Oh, um, Patrick Patrick Wilson.
1: Yeah, I like Patrick Wilson. I can't even think of his character's name right now either. Okay. An
2: apple Yeah. King Orm.
1: Oh, there you go, King Orm. Oh, I really like. I liked uh Black Man in that film too, but I can definitely yeah, Black
2: Man was great.
0: Um, yeah, like but... they,
2: Like they have a few cool, cool aspects about these movies. Like I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna like not give it that, give them that. Like you, you got um, you got Shazam. Shazam was pretty cool. That that hilarious cut off head Superman cameo. Uh, you got um, Birds of Prey. I I I I didn't enjoy it as much as I wanted to, but you still got a cool black mask, you know. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> with the, and it's just like they, they're giving you cool things, but I'm not enjoying these movies as much. I feel like they're trying too hard to be something, not Marvel, but also not like the previous DC movies, and it's like. Making them not seem like they have a direct vision
1: mm-hmm.
2: of what they want to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're still. I mean, we've been talking about this since 2015. What's the? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, right but, after what, Man what's of Steel the? Came, what are we building the up end game? towards? <laughs> what's the end game? So, <laughs> like after Man of Steel, and they are like BVS, I was like. They haven't earned that yet. And you know, then they jump into Suicide Squad. Then they do uh, Wonder Woman. And then they and get Justice League. Justice League. And then, like, I definitely see the complaints. But if, and I definitely see your point, but as like a standalone film, if Shazam was like the first DC film, like, I think that, you know, I, it I'm be, a fan. it would of
2: be a stuff. good starting point. But. I don't feel like it, it's it's forgettable, man. Like I feel like that's what that's what that movie is. It's like a it's a forgettable film. Like I I don't I I don't even have the the need to watch it again.
1: Damn, just shit all over my favorite.
2: <laughs> it, it's, it's not a bad movie at all. It's just that like it's just it's just unnecessary to watch twice.
1: I really love that that one sequence at the end where he. Uh... Where Dr. Savannah's giving like his big uh villain speech and uh Shazam's like, what are you saying? I can't hear you. You're like a mile away, dude.
0: <laughs> like that shit's
1: hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I can see like I don't know, but it, to me it's just more of a I, I like it. I like the elements involved in it. I, I really like Aquaman. I I love the ultimate cut of BBS, and I'm really can't wait for the Snyder cut of uh Justice League. But I definitely see your point, man. It's like, wh- why aren't these films, you know, why are these films not being connected in some point at, or with something? And, like, it's even going to be more confusing with the Batman because apparently Hamada said that the Batman's, like, on Earth 2 and, like, the Joker hasn't been introduced yet.
0: Yeah. So
1: it's it's confusing things even more. I think they're, what they're trying to do is have their cake and eat it too. If you wait, like certain films... Wait, so
0: is he implying that the Joker hasn't existed in that universe? Is by the fact that there's gangs of clowns walking around? <laughs> that's what isn't that what he said? Like, am I, I did I miss? I, that I don't know. I haven't said? seen anything, so I was just asking. <laughs> but like uh. in the trailer, there's that one gang that to me, I'm like, oh, that is that's a gang of Jokers. You know, they they work for the Joker or something. <laughs> but maybe, no, I maybe, think i said out of there too. And there's
1: like there's like no Joker right now. He's not in this universe yet. I don't know. Maybe I maybe maybe I'm speaking out of turn here, but I definitely see what you're saying, Nate. Just if confusing me more, but and then like there's rumors that you know, you know, uh there might be a Batman on HBO Max or there might be a Superman on HBO Max. That's not happening. That's bullshit. I'm just saying, let's it's out there, that's the quote unquote rumor, but I do believe it's bullshit, so um but like it just there I just, at this point, like Wonder Woman 84 is not, and Wonder Woman 84 is not even like really connected to like the first Wonder Woman, cause they, Patty Jenkins said it wasn't like an actual sequel. I can't remember her.
2: It's not a direct sequel.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I, as long as these films are good, I'm, I'm okay with this not connected storyline. So, I don't know. I mean, to each his own. Like, I would love, you know, Ben Affleck to show up in, like, Wonder Woman 84. Like, as a young, you know, Bruce Wayne. I'd like to see, you know, Henry Cavill Superman show up in Aquaman 2. Uh, Shazam to show up in the Suicide Squad, because that'd be hilarious.
0: But that's not where we're getting. So, so So, we started this podcast talking about Flash. And I feel like that... I know this is a cliche thing that people have been talking about for a while, but we're, we're running to this issue where we have all of these disconnected DC movies. Half of them seem to be just completely standalone. Half of them seem to be in the continuity that's no longer going to be going on. Like, you have all these loose threads, and I feel like they could potentially get everything back on track if they wanted to do some sort of flash event. But whether or not they're going to do that remains to be seen. Like get everything back on the same thread, same line, and then start moving forward with other projects that will that can yeah. be built upon each other. You know what?
1: You you definitely made a good point, and so Gotham City is no more, and I am now in support of the Hogwarts first. <laughs> 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 so now my background is Christmas time at Hogwarts. So, um, so Nate, where can we f- read your work? Where can we find you on the social media?
2: Uh, you can find me at Nate Braille on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read all my work at heralcollywood.com.
0: Kyle, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at LootingKyle, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't go on Twitter anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm slow off of Twitter, too. Like I, I, I've taken my, my like official leave from Twitter, and it feels fantastic. That place is such a cesspool, and I have no shame in admitting it. I I just I, the only reason I'm on it is to
1: promote the the podcast and then just randomly bullshit about Batman. Other than that, <laughs> like you said the other day, Kyle, as soon as you're off it for a couple of days, and the very first thing you see is like the first like ten things. It's all it, like seriously, <laughs> like
0: I don't know if this is the Twitter algorithm or what, but like I'll I'll be gone from Twitter for a couple of days. I'll log in because, you know, I want to check my notifications. So I want to check my messages in case people are trying to message me on there. And, like, literally the first thing that pops up my feed is, this thing freaking sucks, man. I'm so mad right now. And I'm like, I don't want to log in to see people bitch about stuff. I got better stuff to do with my day than watch you know, just read people bitching about stuff all day. God. Yeah. And cancel culture is getting only getting worse. So
1: I'm going to be canceled Pretty soon, too, I'm sure. So, something I said from four years ago. I've literally thought, I've like, I've talked told this to Kyle. Uh, I've literally thought about just deleting my Twitter just so, like, something I said like four years ago that might have been, you know,
0: <laughs>
1: not the most nicest thing I've ever could have said, you know, could eventually like kill my career as a teacher. So, um, I've yeah. definitely thought about that. You got to so, avoid being James I would been cracking
0: on that. I would been cracking on
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're just putting the bait up there for people now.
1: I know. Somebody's going to go look trying to hack into my Twitter, see my DMs, because my DMs are even worse. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely agree with you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter for now. I'm probably going to get rid of it mid-September because I hate the election shit. So let's, that's only going to get worse. Um... I'm Batman Channel. You can follow us on Twitter at Shannon on Bat. Uh, you can find me on the Instagram at Batman Shannon as well. I post like more personal things, you know, more inspiring things. So, uh, and that is it for episode 160.